this is a story all about how when life in high school goes up and down, it'll take 20 minutes to sit right there. We'll tell you some fun facts and education on self-care. In Western Anna at CUNY High, in the SSOs where I spend most of my time. Chillin' out, maxin', relaxin', all cool, and talking to students instead of the school. When a couple of students who were trying to be cool wondered what was happening in the episode. Well, we wanna give advice so you're not scared. So come and join the fun and we'll tell you what's out there. The Sammy and the Seeds, we know the deal. The topics and advice are so fresh and so real. If anything I could say, this podcast is rare. The stories, the people, you don't wanna miss this, I swear. We hope all this is helpful and everyone will listen. Tell all your friends and family we're on a mission. You know where we are. Remember our tune. We're in the SSO. Come visit us soon. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee with Your Counselors. It's been a few weeks, and we know that you have missed us, and we have missed you as well. So thank you for joining us. I have Miss Deeds here. How are you doing, Miss Deeds? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. The weather's getting cooler. Mm-hmm. We're all we're wearing our fall colors today for the Spirit Week. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. So today I think we're going to talk a little bit, because we're so close to Halloween, about some spooky topics. You like that? Yeah, (laughs) I did like that. That was fun. Um, Or maybe we could talk about like our favorite costume, or let me think. Once when I was a little kid, I dressed up as uh, the lion from... The Wizard of Oz. Oh, Yeah, it was so hot because, like, the mask just trapped all the heat in there. It was really hot. And then I can remember my tail got stuck in the, in the door. <laughs> no, so I think, yeah, that was a problem, too. <laughs> was it a plastic mask? Uh-huh. Well, oh. it wasn't, like, a hard plastic one. It was, I don't know what it I don't really know what it was made out of. I just remember it being really, really hot in there. Mm-hmm. And then getting the tail stuck in the door. Mm-hmm. And then there was, like, a lot of Halloweens where I didn't have a costume. So my mom's like, go get a white sheet. Let's cut some holes in there so you can see. And then you can just be a ghost. <laughs> and then there were some Halloweens where I was a clown. And I can remember having, like, a hula hoop. Oh. Um, and there so I was, like, a big clown. <laughs> and my brother was an M- M&M one year uh-huh. like a colored m&m yeah did your mom ever make your costumes or no. anything except for the sheet where oh, she, yeah. <laughs> she cut the holes out <laughs> did you dress up for halloween i did what did i dress up as i was a cat which is kind of funny because my girls are going to be cats this year mm-hmm. um i was a baby a few years <laughs> <laughs> like Somehow. when you were young or when you were older when I was like in fourth grade, mm-hmm. I was a baby. My friends and I were babies. So we had, we found those big footy pajamas mm-hmm. and then we'd carry around a bottle. <laughs> and uh, I feel like I did that for a few years. Have you seen the pictures of like little kids dressing up as old people? 
where they have like a little walker and oh, they yeah. like have like a little you know like yeah. the typical like older person clothes on and they're just like yeah. scooting with their walker or their cane <laughs> oh my gosh it gets me every time well one year or when up was really oh, first yeah. came out a lot of little kids were carl mm-hmm. frederickson mm-hmm. and then he you know in the movie he had his walker mm-hmm. so they would have a walker but they would put little tennis balls on the bottom of it mm-hmm. so adorable mm-hmm. yeah. that makes more sense maybe that's like what i was seeing too yeah maybe because i know that that was really popular uh-huh. for a little bit yeah that's yeah. such a good movie it's kind of sad yeah <laughs> yeah good memories of dressing up and going trick-or-treating mm-hmm. yeah and getting lots of cavities from all the candy <laughs> Yeah, we used to take, like, pillowcases around instead of just, like, the little pumpkin because you could fit more in your pillowcase. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, organizing it by different kind of candy that Mm -hmm. you would get and then, like, making deals with my siblings for the good (laughs) kinds if, like, I liked a kind and they didn't like Mm -hmm. that kind. Yeah. Because I don't really like, like, the fruity candy or, like, the hard, you know, like, I'm more a chocolate person. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I could get more of one kind (laughs) or something. Yeah, and we always had in our neighborhood had this one house that always gave out the full size Hershey bars. Oh, yeah, you always know where those ones yes, are. Yes, <laughs> you gotta hit them up every year because you know that's where the goods are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So those are good things that happen around Halloween, right? Like mm-hmm. positive things. But sometimes there can be scary things, right? Mm-hmm. Which we like to watch some scary movies around Halloween to kind of get us in the the mood for Halloween. We've mm-hmm. actually watched Scream One, Scream Two, Scream Three. <laughs> already so we have to watch scream four and then scream five comes out in 2022 really yeah oh i didn't even realize there were so many screams oh yeah (laughs) wow are they all scary and good i mean they're not like super scary Mm. but they're funny scary i mean i don't know they're just like entertaining (laughs) yeah like i would never want anything like that to happen to me but yeah on tv you know the thrill of it all yeah so do you Mm. like scary movies no, I can't handle scary movies. <laughs> oh, the fact that I watched Squid Game oh, yeah. is beyond any <laughs> understanding because I can't handle blood. I can't handle anything gory. Mm-hmm. I don't like suspense. Mm-hmm. I don't like supernatural stuff. I think I could handle maybe like werewolves. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like zombies. I don't like zombies <laughs> either. So, no, I can't watch scary movies, but... Mm-hmm. What about Hocus Pocus? Do you watch that with your kids? That was with Cher, like a really old movie, right? Madonna. No, Madonna? not Madonna. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. And Bette Midler. Oh, Bette Midler. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that other yeah. woman that's in it. Was it Cher? I don't think Cher's in it. <laughs> yeah, that was an old movie, but I don't think I watched that. Yeah, there, you should yeah. watch it. It's on Disney Plus, I think. Oh, is it scary? No. No? Not really. It's about these, like, witches that come back from the dead, and they, like, eat children. <laughs> I don't know. It's not scary. And there's a cat that talks. Oh, okay. You know, that's the gist of it. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. So sometimes things can be scary, and with scary things come, you think about fear. And so we're going to mm-hmm. dive in deep today and talk about, like, how fear in like our everyday lives can affect us Mm -hmm. and um, maybe kind of like overcoming that because everybody's scared of something, you know? Yes. And 
one thing I like to talk to Miss Amy about is like how I like to go on walks outside and sometimes I wish I could hike more but I don't know a lot of people that live close to me that like to go on hikes (laughs) (laughs) in like the woods but I'm scared to go on hikes alone in the woods Mm -hmm. maybe this isn't a good example because I'm not suggesting that people go on hikes (laughs) by themselves (laughs) but yeah Yeah. should I stop with that example no keep going (laughs) yeah yeah anyways so yeah I like to go on hikes but I don't like to go on hikes by myself so I have to like really try hard to find somebody to go with me because like you know there's all these movies because I do watch the scary movies Mm -hmm. about people hiding in the woods Mm -hmm. (laughs) wanting to jump out and take you right or like Mm -hmm. listening to podcasts like Crime Junkie where they you know that's where people disappear Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I don't want that to happen to me Mm -hmm. so I always usually take someone with me I have gone around like our state park that's close to me alone like on the outside like on the road Mm-hmm. with my dog but yeah. even then I'm like texting my mom like hey <laughs> this is where I am if I don't call you in an hour please come find me <laughs> so yeah I think fear is a spectrum right there's like smaller fears that we have mm-hmm. like I don't know if you're walking in the forest is a smaller fear or a greater fear if it's mm-hmm. legitimate or illegitimate Ill, irrational but you know for me <laughs> um some of my i don't want to say they're stupid fears but some things i'm scared of i i'm kind of embarrassed to admit that i'm still afraid of the dark mm-hmm. <laughs> so even at night when i turn off all the lights i rush to get upstairs because i don't like being in the dark <laughs> um i don't like seaweed like if I'm on a boat or if I'm paddle boarding and there's like floating seaweed I hate that and it scares me if I can't see deep under the water Mm -hmm. and I am scared of bugs Mm. but then there's those fears that are like deep down fears Mm -hmm. like fear of failure or fear of being by yourself Mm -hmm. and being lonely or not knowing the future, you know, Mm -hmm. those more realistic fears Mm -hmm. that people have. Mm -hmm. I think it's a spectrum of different types of, some is like more scary feelings, but some is like deep down Mm -hmm. things. Did I go too deep? No, you're doing a great job. I was just trying to think of like, yeah, I'm really scared of like losing people that I love. And that's like one of my like fears, I would say, or like myself. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was, like, 18, I came to the realization that, like, everyone dies. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, before I was 18, evidently, I didn't think that. And then mm-hmm. I had my wisdom tooth out, and they make you sign the sheet that's like, oh, you might die during this procedure. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going <laughs> to die, and I'm going to die someday. And so I still yeah. am kind of, like, irrationally <laughs> afraid of dying, which is, like, something that you can't control and or fix. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we can go deep with it. It's fine. Yeah. A side note is, I don't know. We've talked about Enneagrams before, but maybe we should devote one podcast episode to Enneagrams. Mm -hmm. But I think there's certain Enneagrams that kind of are more fear-based than others, Mm -hmm. you know, because we like, I don't know if you are, but I do also like security Mm -hmm. and I like predictability. And sometimes those fears are about like something catastrophic happening Mm -hmm. 
that you can't control. And then obviously it's like losing loved ones. It's interesting that you would be that because you're, you don't seem like you need control and you're mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. go with the flow. Yeah. But like the predictability like goes against that. You know what I mean? Like the go yeah. with the flow. Yeah. I think it's like at the core of what I care about the most mm-hmm. are the people that are closest to me. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like the fear of losing that. Like everything else I can be whatever, you know, like <laughs> I have something to do tomorrow. It can be done the next day, you know, so I don't need that kind of control, but it's more just knowing that people are going to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why I'm drawn to different stories of tragedy, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure why. I'll mm-hmm. have to psychoanalyze myself a little <laughs> deeper. Yeah, I connect with that, maybe because mm-hmm. I'm, like, intrigued by how they cope with it mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think about, like, our, our world that we've lived in over the last year, there's been so many times where people have been fearful, right, of, like, mm-hmm. what will happen in the future. There are so many unknowns and things that we couldn't control. Like, if you look back to, like, the beginning of, like, when the pandemic began, like, I mean, people thought the world were, was ending to mm-hmm. some extent, you know. And then, like, do you go outside? Do you not go outside? Do you wear the mask? Do you not wear the mask? <laughs> oh, wait, you do? And then, oh, wait, you don't? And then, wait yeah, we're going to continue to wear them. You know what I mean? Like, is the vaccine safe? Is it not? (laughs) I don't know. Like there's been a lot of unknowns in the, in the last year. And I think a lot of people have faced like this greater fear that's like beyond like being scared of like a spider or Mm -hmm. like, because you just don't know, like the predictability of like the world was just like not there or like seasons Mm -hmm. looked a lot different of like Mm -hmm. how you went through like sports or, um, you know, like, theater was canceled and mm-hmm. all these different things yeah yeah and then kind of bring it back to what students are going through now you know mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of practical fears happening well especially for like our seniors who are applying to colleges and uh, a lot you know upperclassmen in the next couple of years your life will look very different than it is right now because mm-hmm. they'll be in college and a lot of life transitions so and that fear of like will I get accepted will I not get accepted Mm -hmm. will they like me will they not like me or even on like the daily basis right like some people have social anxiety and like coming back from a year away like people didn't know what to expect as far as like how to interact with their friends and it still might look different Mm -hmm. than how it did before because of that underlying fear that you had mm-hmm. so so what do they do with that yeah it's a tough one <laughs> <laughs> well I know that we've talked about like there's well obviously we encourage everyone that wants to have a therapist should have a therapist and I think a lot of our students have taken advantage of that through the pandemic do mm-hmm. um, and as we've come back to school because it's so easy to access um, now like you can have like virtual visits or whatever where you don't have to like have the transition time from like your house to the place and back um if you're involved in other stuff so those Mm -hmm. are always good Mm -hmm. um and they can do different kinds of therapies with you and we've talked about like exposure therapy briefly and like how that can be beneficial so like you know slowly like building your tolerance to certain activities so that um you know, you're not, like, just, like, going for it, but, like, you're slowly, like, 
gaining those skills mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And exposure therapy is like for fear. There's a variety of different things. A lot of it is for like different phobias that mm-hmm. people might have. If you are paralyzed by fear, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, if you have like social anxiety and you're paralyzed by like going in front of people, learning how to expose little by little to get to a comfortable place where you're not. Because, you know, there are adults and people like real life examples of people who never leave their home because they're just so afraid of even like going to the grocery store because they have so much fear of interacting with people. Mm -hmm. And obviously that's like an extreme case, but Mm -hmm. I think it's important even as a young person to think about like, what are some things that make me nervous or what are some things that I feel afraid about? And then learning how to like, um, learning how to kind of go through those things, Mm -hmm. even though they're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's even just the discomfort of it that I think people don't want to go through. Mm -hmm. And then after, kind of like if you have a fear of talking in front of people, Mm -hmm. like giving a presentation. Mm -hmm. And then... Or like the fear of being wrong, like getting a question wrong in math or something, right? Like... Mm -hmm. Like the what's the saying? Like learning hap- happens when failure happens, or I don't know. There's some sort of saying out there. <laughs> of course there is because you can be saying <laughs> up about anything. But like, you know, like if unless you struggle or like fail and then have to figure it out, then you're not learning, right? Like you already know the information. So really, if you do get something wrong, you shouldn't be like, oh my gosh, I'm a failure and like I don't know anything and I'm so stupid and all this like you know, the negative self-talk that we, we tell ourselves, but like understanding like, Hey, like this is actually a, a, a moment that I could like learn from and like, um, enhance my skills or whatever, mm-hmm. because like it's normal to fail, especially in some environments, like it's super normal to fail in order to become better at something. Yeah. But they even say that there's, um, a study that has been done, which just like you're saying, there's always studies Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, of where they kind of looked at older people and their brain activity, as well as like relationship to dementia and Alzheimer's. And they said that a lot of like more healthier individuals were older people who would regularly put themselves out there. And this study, I think, that I'm thinking of was more in the context of, like, um, crossing cultural barriers or cultural lines. So people who kind of, like, hang out with somebody with a, you know, who has a different ethnicity than their own, that was really healthy for them because they were kind of learning something new about different people. And then just, you know, as older people get older, it's they get kind of set in their ways, but it's not just their preference. It's because their brain is very set on thinking a certain way. And even in terms of like daily life activities, they like routine, but when they deviate from that, it's actually good for their brains because they're making new pathways and they're like forced to think about different perspectives of other people. And I think that's kind of related now too to like learning how to challenge ourselves um, and challenge kind of our fears and face our fears, which 
which is healthy for us to do um, because with them we won't get just stuck and you know mm-hmm. get stuck in complacency or just what's normal to us but I don't know I think that's where growth happens is mm-hmm. when you face your fears whatever those fears are mm-hmm. and ask those questions you know like maybe right now you're sitting there thinking like oh I don't really know what I'm afraid of right and like if you really listed it out and asked yourself okay so now I figured out what I'm afraid of like why am I afraid of this and then like how could I move past this or who could I talk with or how could I you know expand myself to maybe getting a little bit outside of my comfort zone so that I can grow a little bit more or Mm -hmm. you know those types of things all very practical ways but also requires a lot of like intro what's the word intro inspection introspection like introspective (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I try to use fancy words and I don't know what they are like when you look into yourself and like have to like think about who you are and stuff yeah introspection (laughs) um might be a new word in the dictionary (laughs) now that we created (laughs) um also it's like when you think about fear thinking about the like are my fears irrational or are they realistic you know Mm -hmm. like could this, you know, like, I don't know, losing your home, your home to a tornado, or I don't know. I always, mm-hmm. I'm really scared of tornadoes, actually, because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I watch too many storm chasing episodes. And but I've never actually lived through a, tor- or not lived through a tornado, but I've never been in a tornado before. Totally. Even though we live in Central Illinois, there wasn't one that touched down like a few blocks from our home. But mm-hmm. even in that case, like. We never have had to go into the crawl space, which I also fear the crawl space because <laughs> who knows what's down there. But, oh, yeah. So, anyway, you have to think, like, even if it's going to be stormy and rainy, when you leave the house in the morning, I have to think, like, is it a rational fear that I think my house is going to be destroyed by a tornado? And, yes, those things do happen and could happen but the probability of it is very small you Mm -hmm. know and so kind of putting things into perspective because i think we what's it called make our fears way bigger than they already Mm -hmm. are or than they should be grandiose yeah and uh, that's kind of where it gets paralyzing Mm -hmm. because something could always happen to anyone anywhere because something has but is it really probable it's going to happen to you Mm -hmm. kind of thing so even with seniors, sometimes they hear like, I'm never, I'm not, I'm afraid I'm going to not get into a college or mm-hmm. even when students start getting accepted, I hear like, oh, yay, at least, you know, I, I know where I, I got into one. I'm mm-hmm. like, of course you are. Why? You know, I think it's a little bit of an irrational fear, mm-hmm. especially knowing the students that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, to not think that they're going to get accepted into any colleges that they apply for. Mm-hmm. So even things like that, like just take a deep breath and sometimes you just have to acknowledge it and be like, okay, this is irrational, let it go, and mm-hmm. then not go back to it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because we all have irrational thoughts. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, the biggest thing is is letting those things go. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess if we do another one about our mental health symposium thing, like the guilt piece of it, right? Like guilt, guilt can be good 
because it shows you like it allows you time to like reflect and be like okay maybe I shouldn't have done this but then like you either let it go or you don't and if you don't like most people then it just kind of like lingers in in Mm -hmm. you and then you become like it like leads to like shame and then like Mm -hmm. I don't know creates all these other things right so yeah like the power of like letting things go and like dealing with the situation and like learning for him from it and moving on mm-hmm. is like a mm-hmm. very powerful tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. So to tie up this rant that we've been on, <laughs> <laughs> I think practical steps like learn how to take a deep breath, and as you exhale, like kind of let your worries go as well. And the fear that you have. Also, just like looking in to yourself and like figuring out, you know, is this, is this really something that could happen today, or is this just my mind telling me like this could possibly happen, like one in a million or something? You know what I mean? Like, is it an irrational thought? Mm-hmm. And then like finding a way to kind of like, okay, yes this could not happen to me today. Like I need to breathe and let it go. Mm-hmm. Or yes, this is a real thing that could happen to me. And like, what are some steps I can do to like protect myself in this situation? You know, mm-hmm. cause lots of times I bet it's the irrational thought, mm-hmm. but yeah. So deep breathing, thanking. Yeah. And letting go. <laughs> yeah. I just thought of something else. Like maybe you could write take like little pieces of paper and write down different fears that you have on them and then after you write them down you could tear them all up and <laughs> throw them into your garbage can or I was thinking they could throw it to a fire yeah. <laughs> but maybe fireplaces will be going this winter yeah. throw them in the fire or mm-hmm. put them off into the wind but that's littering so mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that you could through like being introspective Mm -hmm. you can um understand like it's not only me that has these kinds of fears or thinks about these things like we all have them we're just not always sitting down and like being reflective but Mm -hmm. um you know every like we both shared some things and they were different right and so everybody's just it's it's kind of like everything that we do right everybody has to know what what it is for themselves because it's always going to be different and like being you know a supportive friend to your friend if it's it's something they're going through that's different from you and like being able to be empathetic Mm -hmm. but also taking care of yourself and doing some of the things that we suggested to like get you past that moment yeah and I think that that introspection piece is key because everything is just kind of this jumbled mess inside our minds Mm -hmm. and so when you can bring it out and label it as like irrational Mm -hmm. then you can say like this is irrational you know and even just saying that out loud is helpful Mm -hmm. but then if there are legitimate fears which people do have you know then you can make a plan mm-hmm. or you can talk to somebody about it and get support or do other practical things. So it's not just like feeling all these things inside of you mm-hmm. of being afraid or fear, you know, but you have an action plan, mm-hmm. which is important. Yeah. And that's a wrap because that was a 
it tied into a nice little bow to end our episode today. So we hope you all have a happy Halloween and don't forget to take care of yourself and the people around you and we'll see you next time. Bye.